Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we start, we have an iTunes 5-star rating and review from Spanky71. Recommended for the enthusiasts. Encounters Down Under share some very interesting stories about UFO alien encounters, a subject that I'm very interested in. Great to hear from Australians who have experienced these things. Thanks for the five-star rating and review, and I'm glad I can provide you with a service that gains your interest. Thanks again, Spanky. Own a business? Why not become a sponsor of the show and get your business heard by potentially thousands of people worldwide? Get in touch with us via our messenger on Facebook or email at AustralianUFOSightings at Outlook.com.au. G'day folks, and welcome to another episode of Encounters Down Under. David joins us on the show to tell us about a triangular craft he observed whilst he was driving past a military base that could very well have been the well-known TR-3B. And he also talks about other experiences he remembers as a child. So please welcome to the show, David. You there, David? Welcome to the show, mate. You there? Yep, I'm here. Am I here? Am I on? You there, mate. Got you. Yeah, we got you. Loud and clear. How you going? Going good, mate. And yourself? Yeah, get really good, really good. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. Thanks for coming on the show, man, mate. It's absolutely marvelous having you on here. That's all right, thank you. So, mate, you've had a few experiences there, mate. If you, uh, I'll let you go and take over, mate. And um, by all means, show us what you got. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, well, I've had one main experience. One, I mean, there's been a few things. I've always been interested in in UFOs and and the alien. Um, uh, theories and that all that sort of stuff um, but probably about six years ago is when I had um, a sighting I, I'll call it a sighting of, of of some craft and now even in my own mind I sort of like I don't want I don't like to say what I what it could that it could be an extraterrestrial craft or or whatever, because I, in my own mind, I think it'd be, it just seems too crazy to even to like, to, to admit that it was something, you know, from out of this world to, you know, from what I saw. Um, so the, the, the thing that happened probably, um, was about six years ago. It was when I was living, um, with my dad and I was actually traveling from, um, from Sydney, uh, driving, uh, through the on the New England Highway to um to Brisbane for a convention that I was doing and I and I travelled like interstate quite a bit um with my car and bringing you know my my work with me uh to sell and that sort of thing for different events um and that particular day was just it was a, a it was just a bad day. Usually when I travel that I'm driving into state, I, I leave really early. Like I leave at four or five in the morning to beat the traffic and just get through really early. But my dog was sick. The dog had to be taken to the vet. He was actually really close to, to dying and everything. So um, I had to wait for this friend to turn up to, to help the dog. So I, the, the trip started late. So I probably left Sydney at about, 9 30 10 o'clock or something like that so there was a bit of traffic the trip up there was you know took me a, you know it was 
there was different things happening. There was a big accident along the way too. So that delayed my trip. So by the time I was getting into Brisbane, I and I hadn't taken the New England Highway for years um, since I was little that I'd we'd driven up with like my when my dad and my mum used to drive us up for to see our family and stuff um, up in Queensland and um, and what happened is because I traveled a couple like a few times before the Pacific Highway was always under construction and I just thought it's going to take forever I'll go New England Highway um, by the time so the experience happened Probably it was getting uh, getting towards dusk. So the sun was coming down. It was still a bit of light, but not very much. And I was coming through through Warwick. Now, you're going to have to forgive me because I don't know the area 100%. I know I was coming through the New England Highway onto the Cumberland Highway um, through um, out of Ipswich and Warwick and that sort of area. And it was coming into Glen Rock Forest. That's where I... Real, I have to research that later and look at look at it on a map. Um, so I was coming in to Glenrock Forest. I was travelling on my own, so I was just on my own in the car. Um, and as I was travelling in, I I thought because I wasn't familiar with it, and I thought it was getting late, and I thought I must be getting to Brisbane soon. Um, I was driving not fully in the ranges yet. I was sort of like still um, in like farm area, moving in towards the mountains. And I, I saw lights on the horizon, very low on the trees. And I assumed the, from the, the shape and the color of these lights in this one area that they were the lights of planes. I kept on seeing them. It, I didn't think anything of it. I thought, whatever. I thought, okay, no worries. I said, I must be getting close to Brisbane. It must be lights of the city or something. Um, I kept driving. It was getting darker. Um, but I kept seeing these lights. And I kept seeing these lights. But as I was driving further in and getting a little bit closer, they were actually it looked like planes to me. To me, it looked like the back of a plane. I actually started to think I must be in the line of a flight path with um, with the I'm seeing the back of planes landing because the the lights that I was seeing were in triangular shapes. So they were in like a pattern of lights in a triangular shape. Um, and I was and I, they were pretty bright. They were bright. They were like red and orange. Um, orange colors and they kept moving so it was like and i thought they were planes landing because it was like at different angles one minute it was at 45 degree angle then it was at a different angle opposite way um and i just kept on driving but then it just started to get weird to me and then i think i looked at the gps and i thought i'm nowhere near brisbane yet this is i'm still ages out of brisbane i haven't even reached ipswich yet and um and that's when I started, as I kept driving in and it was getting darker, I started to, I thought, this is weird. I thought, whatever it is, it's in the same spot and it's not moving like it's not a plane. This is not a plane and whatever it is, is making bright lights and patterns of light. Um, and I just kept seeing it in, it was like a triangular shape. So it was like weird patterns and it kept moving like if you had 
you know, like a ruler or something. It was just like at different angles, like as if it was like tilted to one side, then tilted to another side. Whatever it was, it was just always changing. Um, I kept driving and to be honest, I then I started to get suspicious about it and I kept driving, but I was by then I was in the forest. So I kept on seeing this thing in and out of the trees, but it was always there and it was always really bright. Um, I think probably about 20 minutes into the drive and I kept seeing it constantly because it went for a good 20 minutes that I saw this thing in the one spot all the time. Um, I got to a spot where I think I'd driven by then I had started to drive out of the forest area. Um, and that's when I thought that's when the lights had actually died down a bit, which was really weird to me. And the other thing that was weird is I, I was on the highway now, and I think it was either the Cumberland Highway or if it was still the New England Highway, but by then it was busy and there was a lot of cars driving and I could still see that thing. So I was on my side of the road, but that, whatever it was, the craft, whatever you want to call it, I'm still finding it hard to deal with what I want to call it or what I'm trying to say it is, um, was to the the right of me. So it was like hovering over to the right. And whatever it was, was a big triangular shape. It was like just big, but it wasn't moving and it wasn't, it was like just there in the air. And I got to a point where I, probably about 300 metres up the road, maybe a bit more, I saw a petrol station and there was a bit of clearing on the side of the road. So I pulled the car over and I'm just looking at this thing and this thing is like, like it was like drifting in the sky, but it was like going so slow. It was like a balloon floating in the sky, but it was like a big triangular thing. But by the time I got there and by the time I'd stopped the car and start, and was looking at it directly, the lights had gone out, like the, there were no more bright lights. Um, it was just, it's just, it was just crazy. It was just, dumb. and I'm looking at it and I could see by then the sky had gotten dark, but there was still a bit, a tinge of light. So I could see this silhouette of this thing floating like over the trees. And it was like, just, it was like, moving so slow. Like it was just, I just don't know how to describe it. It was just, it was just weird. And it was just really weird. And, um, and I got my phone out and I'm trying to, cause I just had an iPhone and it wasn't a great iPhone and I just couldn't take photos of it. Like it just wasn't recording cause it was so dark and it was probably about a kilometer away. And I could see the skyline of the trees by then the tree, it was a flat area. So it'd come out of the mountain. So it was flat and I could see the, the tinge of blue, like when you still see light from the sun after sundown um, and the silhouette of this big triangular thing floating in the sky um, and I tried taking photos of it and, um, and the weird thing what happened next is I heard a loud jet, like there was this, this roar of a loud jet and I was like, Jesus Christ, what is that? And I look out the window and I, I don't remember seeing a jet, but I saw a red light just fly across the sky, like towards where that thing was. Um, and by then, um, 
I actually I was really scared. I got really scared. I got panicked, and I thought I better move. And um, and I decided to drive off. And I regretted driving off after that. But whatever it was, I could still see it. And then what happened is, um, I kept seeing it, even though the lights had gone out. There was like like four. There was like dots of little of very small lights around the edge of it. Um, so there were like small white lights around the edge. So all those bright lights have gone. And when now I think back on it, I just don't understand what was going on. I don't know why it had bright lights at first and then all those lights were gone. But then when I stopped and I opened the window, I was trying to take photos of it. Nothing was recording because it was so dark. It was just the iPhone was crap and it just wasn't taking um taking photos. Um and I yeah, I just couldn't um, – I, I, I started to panic. And then I saw – I heard that loud jet. I thought, where the hell am I? Um, so I took off. But the other thing, the other thing I didn't realise is what – and, I, like, it was busy and the tra- the highway was busy and there were so many cars, but no one was stopping. Like, no one else had noticed this thing at all. So I was like, why am I the only one – am I the only one seeing this thing? And I'm like, how could no one else have seen those lights? Because the lights were really bright. And, um, and where it was, there was, like, the highway – and across probably a kilometre or two was where that thing was just floating. And it was like drifting in the sky, like it was like a balloon. It was just bizarre. It was like a big triangular shape. Um, but then, but by then I just, um, I took off because I panicked and um, and I regretted, I so regretted taking off. I just chickened out and I took off. I thought, and I was looking around, I thought, Christ, I'm going to get abducted or something. I didn't know what I was looking at. But looking back now, I don't like to say that it was extraterrestrial or whatever because there's so many theories about craft and everything. Um, People say they're army or military and stuff like that. Um, So I don't like to say that it was, you you know, um, uh, extraterrestrial or anything like that. Um, But I took off. I started driving again, and then as I was driving down the highway, I got to a point where it was all lit up. There was a lit up area, and I saw that there was an air force base. There was, I think it was, I think it's Amberley Air Force Base, yep. and that's where I realised that the jet was coming from, where I heard the loud jets from. Um, so that was like, wow. I was like, okay, so there's a there's an air force base here. So I I drove up, I drove past that, but I kept on, and then, but that and that was it, and that was my encounter. But that was seeing this massive thing, um, whatever it was, was big. And I try and in those images that I sent you, that I sent the mock-ups, because I didn't get photos of it. That was the only way that I could uh, represent to you what um, what I saw that night. So um, it was those were you know my mock-ups of of what I saw that night. So um, so that's what I I gave you in in replace you know in for lack of of photos and stuff. Yeah. Um, then I got into once I got into Brisbane. Man, I was so freaked out and I was late. It was like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I was staying at my cousin's place and I told him what had happened and he loves this stuff too, but he brushed it off. He said, oh, yeah, it, was, it was a jet, it was something else, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, 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 no. I said it was 
just floating there. I told and and then I got on the internet um, and I tried. I think there was some. There's some website that um, that records encounters around the world and um, and I contacted this. I don't know what this website was. It was ages ago. I contacted them and they said, oh, you know, it's near the Air Force Base. They could be testing anything. But what I didn't get about the whole testing thing was it was away from the Air Force Base. It was still like a kilometre or so away from the Air Force Base, but it was on the opposite side in in just general area, just in like public area, I guess, over the forest. So I didn't – I don't know. It just – um, it really, really, I've never experienced anything like that. I never, I've never seen anything like that. Um, and it's just made me question so many things. Like I just, yeah, anyway, it was just, um, amazing. So when I got into Brisbane, I tried to look it up. Um, I tried to report it. I even, <laughs> I even emailed the air force base or whatever, like, like they were going to reply or anything like that, but, um, or admit anything, but, um, and I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything, but what I didn't, I just, like I said, what I didn't understand was that no one else had stopped to see this thing or to look at it. And I was the only one there. It just baffled me. So I didn't understand how that happened. Um, yeah. So it was just weird. It was just weird, Anthony. So, yeah. Um, and then what else? I tried to find recordings of it. I couldn't find any reports from anyone else about it once I got into Brisbane. Um, so, yeah, so that that was pretty much it. And, um, yeah, so that was pretty much it. No, mate, that, either way, that's absolutely incredible and amazing. And it's unfortunate that you're the only one to seen it, but still it just I don't get mind-boggling. That. I, baffled by it because I was like why is no one else stopping and it was like a busy highway by that point and um I just didn't understand why no one had had witnessed like was stopping to see it as well like no one had noticed it either yeah that's raises a lot of questions doesn't it in a flat area it was like forest but all the trees were flat so it was like flat I could see the tree like the 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 silhouette of the treetops and the blue, like the dark blue sky, but whatever that thing was, was just black. And it had little lights on the edges of it, like a triangular shape. And it was like floating like a pie, sort of just floating there. And it was just like moving across really slowly. And then that jet went off. And I don't know what that light was. I don't know if jets have red lights on. The, I don't know anything about that stuff. Um, I, no, don't know I think if, it would have been the afterburner. What was that? I think it might have been the afterburners you're seeing. Oh, right. I have no idea. So mate. just the jet engine itself where you got the flames going at the back end. And um, and that was like flying across really fast. And I don't know, like, and, and after that is when I started sort of like researching a bit more into it. Like um, then I started, you know, because I am, have always been interested in UFOs and stuff and, and whatever. And um and that's when I started to research, you know, there's like watching documentaries or looking stuff, looking at some, you know, docos or reports and accounts on YouTube or, or you, whatever I could find, books and whatever. Um, but, and that's where I found out that a lot of sightings happened around, happen around Air Force bases and that sort of thing. So I thought, yeah, is it, was it a UF, was it a UFO or was it an Air Force vehicle or something like that? But what I didn't understand was, you know, why it was in the middle of a public area that everyone could see it. Um, and then I thought, why, how could no one see it with those 
crazy lights that I was seeing earlier. But by the time I got there and I stopped and I was trying to take photos, it it had no lights. It just had really tiny lights. And then the other thing was it wasn't flat. It wasn't like at a position like a plane travels flat with the wings out. It was like up in the air like an ice cream cone. It was like a triangular, like a, a triangle shape floating at a 45-degree angle. So it wasn't like down flat it was like up in the middle if 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 that makes any sense yeah. um, from the images that i've given you it was like a triangle in the sky it was just it was just crazy and i thought what am i seeing i said i just couldn't believe it and I, even to this day i still like think yeah whatever it was was just freaky but I, part of me can't admit to myself that it would be, that it would be like a spaceship or something like that i just can't fathom that yeah, the 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 mind sort of tries to comprehend what's actually going on and tries to come up with a realistic realization of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it just seems too incredible to me for it to have been anything from another planet. That would be freaky. I wouldn't believe. Yeah, you know, I love this sort of stuff. I love science fiction, man. I just thought no, nah. and that's the only. That is the only real conscious experience that i've had but as i told you earlier before we got on air i've had a couple of other um i've yeah there's there's other things that um that i've sort of like experienced that i don't know that i'm sort of like i have to look into yeah yeah but before we start into that though, i've got a question for you yeah. Um, now, whilst you were looking at the craft, did you feel a change in the air, like a different vibration sort of feel? Um, not that I'm aware of now. Not that I'm aware. I mean, the only change would have been my my fear or my probably my adrenaline and stuff like that. But I didn't notice anything. I, I can't say that I noticed that. Um, because by the time I got there and I'd opened the window and I'd rolled the window down to, to look at it properly, because it was, I was basically at my car, I was at the driver's seat and I'm looking at, a, at it, I was, it was directly across from me, probably about a kilometre away is where I saw it. Um, I, can't, I can't recall, Anthony, I can't recall any change. Yep, no, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. So what about um, any uh, like noticeable... Uh, I've lost my word now. <laughs> um, lost time or anything like that? Like, nothing like that? Well, that is the weird thing. See, that is what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying about the whole day being so weird. Me leaving late, um, and then I got there extremely late. Usually when I, I get into Brisbane or, or another state or whatever, driving from Sydney, I'll get there at like 4 or 5 in the afternoon. But it was about 9.30 by the time I got in. Um, yeah. It was just a really weird long day. It was a stressful day. Like there was a big accident on the road um, yeah. and all the cars had stopped. Um, and then it was like a delay there. Uh, it was just a weird day. So I don't know. And that's that's where I was telling you about the other thing, about the other visions. Yeah, the things in my head that I've got, that I've, I'm trying to look into. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um but I'll just give a reminder to people there, if they do have a question for David, just um, be sure to put them in the comments there and I'll relay the question there. So, um, by all means, yeah, mate, um, we'll get into your next little uh, yeah. encounters or experiences, if you want to call them that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not really... They're, 
to me, they're like dreams in my head, um, but just things about them that like, all right, there's two in particular, and these uh, uh, have been in my mind since I was in my, around my 20s, like so around the 80s, like the 1980s and stuff like that because I'm about 50 now. Um, and one vision, one memory that I, the, I'll call them memories the, uh, for the sake of, whatever um the one memory i have is that i woke up i i wake up during the middle of the night and i'm in my 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 room at home at my parents place and i wake up and the room is like there's like a blue mist in the room it was really weird there was like a blue mist and um i could there was like there's like light a weird blue light coming through the windows and i get up to see what this light is and I look outside the window and there's like it sounds bizarre but there's craft in the sky outside the window and I turn away from the window thinking oh my god um what am I seeing and that's it that's all I've got in that in that thing but that has been in my head for like 20 years for 20 or 30 years and it's been in my head that I wake up, I get up on my, on, on, I sit up in bed and there's like a blue mist in the room and I go to the window. There's like a, a, a weird blue light coming through the window and I look out the window and there's like craft and it's not just one craft. There's like a few. There was like, it was weird. It was like craft in the sky and um, it was just weird. It was just really weird. And I turn around, I turn back away from the window as if to hide and that's all I've got. That's all I've got of that memory, um, which is has it just stayed in my head for for years and years. Then the other thing is, I've had I had these weird dreams of like I had this dream. I had, well, this memory, this this thing in my head that I'm at this huge window and I'm seeing. I'm like on. I don't know where all I can remember is a big window and I'm looking out and there's a city, but it's all lights. So I'm looking out this window. I'm like, and that's all I can remember as well. And I, Anthony, this is what I said to you earlier. I have tried going for hypnosis um, for, for these, for these memories and even for um, hypnosis for other things. And the hypnosis never works. I can never, be hypnotized it just doesn't work on me I just don't I can't go under um I'm always conscious and I just can't go in um and I tried to see um like I said to you about um I got referred to uh referred by Mary Rodwell um to see this lady in Sydney and we did like a I tried to do a regression and we did a regression about this actual this actual the the um the the encounter the 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 sighting that I had in Brisbane, um, but we couldn't get anywhere. I just can't be hypnotized. It's just really weird. It's just I don't know if it's just me or if it's some weird thing that's happened. Um, but I'm still trying to do it. I actually contacted Mary, but it was during lockdown. And there's another lady that I want to go see and see if she can help me to try and clarify some of these um these thought these um memories or whatever that that's in my head. 
So, yeah, so I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. I don't know if they're just dreams that have been stuck in my head for a long time, but they were so realistic, and especially the one that I'm at, this big window, it's like a massive window, and I'm standing there, and I can see this city, but it's a city of all lights. So I'm, like, up somewhere, and I'm seeing a city. It was just weird. So I don't know. I don't know. It sounds crazy. It sounds crazy to me. But that's all I can – but I have no other memories of anything else happening. These are – and the thing is that that lady, the lady that I went to see that tried to hypnotise me, when I told her, she said to me that a lot of encounters and abductions and things happened during the 80s. She said there was a huge – she said she's got a huge record of, of people that had experienced stuff during that time. So I don't know what that means. Um this was a few years ago that I went to see this lady, and like I said, I didn't th- feel that the I, I didn't find the, the 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 hypnosis successful at all. I just couldn't, and and like I said, I've been hypnotized for other things for like for weight loss stuff, and it's never worked. It's just never worked on me, so I don't know. Yeah, that's strange. I, I'm thinking this might be like some sort of blocker or something that's been maybe manipulated into you say that i don't want to say that but because i'm not a hundred percent sure i can't you know i've listened to your other podcasts of other people and they're very clear on what they've experienced um but i can't say for sure i i'm not saying that what i've is real i i can't say that because i don't know 100 percent. and i want it that's why i want to do the regression things with um these ladies that mary rodwell has referred me to the thing is i couldn't do it because we were in lockdown so i couldn't go to this other lady that she's referred me to um that's fair enough. look into it now that um that that we haven't done it yeah. that now that we're out of lockdown yeah, no, that's fair enough. Like, I'm only just thinking, I'm definitely only speculating here and having a guess, well, like a wild guess. But, like, um, there are apparently different races of alien species, if you want to call them that. And yeah, yeah. You might, they might have different strengths and how well they can strengthen the blocks into your memory sort of thing. Well, and some might that, actually allow you to go is, and remember it. That has been a thought in my head, too. That's That has been a thought in my head, too. Yeah, like that has crossed my mind that maybe something has been done. I, I yeah, I that has crossed my mind that maybe something is done that the block is so strong and that you know not even hypnosis can get it out of my head. Yeah, no, that's amazingly and scary at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because then, um, you know, there's I'm. Uh, I've always had an interest in it. And you know what? There's, there's some crazy documentaries and there's some good documentaries on Amazon Prime. There's some bizarre ones. Some of them are really badly done, but some of them are really interesting as well. So if you've got Amazon Prime, there's really good document. There's quite a few documentaries. There's all the Stephen Greer stuff on there. Um, and I watch them all the time. And what I've seen, what was I going to get at? Um, what I've noticed is that... Um, some of the people that have experienced stuff have um oh man i've lost my train of thought i can't remember what i was going to say anthony sorry <laughs> no, you're right. distracted there's too much going in my head um but i think um yeah and I, well, as i was saying there's a lot of good documentaries there but um so i've always had an interest in it which is 
yeah, which I find, yeah, which I don't know why, but um, it's always been interest, like an interest of mine. Like you know, I there was that uh, that um, that mini series, probably like that was also in the eighties or the nineties. It was called. Um, in not encounters, um, intruders. I don't know if anyone's seen that film. That um, sounds familiar. Have you seen it? Have you seen it, Anthony? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I think it sounds familiar. Is that the one with? It, um... I think it was like a mini series. It was like a two, oh, okay. and they sort of like, and it's based apparently on true stories. So it's a based based on apparently um, true encounters um, of American people. Like there's a lady that gets. Um, her fetus removed. There's a lady that has encounters and her nose bleeds and stuff like that. Um, and it's pretty good. It's in the eighties. It's old now, but um, it's yeah, but it's still a good documentary or whatever, but yeah. it's not a documentary. It's a, a telly movie based on real experiences and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh man, I totally forgot what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. No, you're uh, right. um, while you're trying to think of what you're coming back with, um, yeah. I do have another question that's gone in the chat now but i don't know where it went um mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need a fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, I I think I vaguely remember it. It was something to do with um, with your first experience there with the um, uh, crafts. Looking at at the window there and you see the crafts in the sky there. They're just um, asking, like, did you feel like the lights were sort of focusing on you or...? Um, what I thought, what, no, I don't think it was, to me, it felt like a mass thing. To me, it felt like a big thing. It didn't feel like it was just about me. That was the weird thing. Cause it was not just one, I didn't see just one craft. I, and that's when this lady told me when that, that made sense to me, when that lady told me that during the eighties, there was like mass sightings and mass experiences people came to her with mass experiences and whatever like she had a lot of people come to her is when it sort of like made sense to me because it's sort of like it was almost like it was on a bigger scale than just one person at a time yeah do you know what i mean and then like when you hear reports and other people on your podcast say oh you know there was all these other people there you know it sometimes seems yeah i don't know i don't know but to me, it didn't seem like it was just for me. It just seemed like a big thing because there was more than one. I saw, I remember looking out the window and there was like more than one craft and it was like a blue light and it was like, and the thing is, Anthony, I can remember that the image, it was like a, like a perfectly clear night and it was like the, 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 there was like moonlight on these craft. It was like, that's how clear the night was and how clear the image is of, um, of these. I can't remember the exact shape of the, of the craft, but I remember seeing them in the sky and there's, and it was like a perfectly clear night, but there was this blue mist in my room, sort of like a blue misty light coming through the wind, through the, through the window. Yeah. Okay. Cause we had, um, oh, excuse me. Uh, Dee, who was our, 
um, recent release podcast episode right. there, um, she had a bit of a miss coming through her room as well. Yeah. So there's a bit of a connection in that one, I wonder. And that's interesting because, yeah, no, I just remember this is the memory that I've got is I woke up, I was woken by the light. I, that's what I remember being. I just woke up and I got up and it was like this blue, weird, misty light in the room. And then I get up to look out the window and that's when I look into the sky and it's a perfectly bright moon-filled night. There's moonlight um, and the moonlight is shining on these crowds. And I thought, oh, my God. And I turned away from the window as if like, like not to let them see. And that is it. That's all I remember of that dream. Hmm have any memory i don't have any dreams or any memories of beings or anything like that yeah yep. that's strange isn't it the only other thing that is really weird is when we were little when when we were little my and we used to travel up to queensland that i i mentioned that we used to go up with my parents we my uncle lived on a farm like up way up north, up past Cairns, up near Mareeba and northern Queensland. And there was a something happened, and it, this is a weird memory, um, but there was like a dog in the paddock and it was like it wasn't their dog, but it was staring at us. It was really weird. And you know what? There was like in that movie, in that film Intruders, that girl, that lady in that movie said the same thing, that there was like a dog barking at her and it was not a dog. So something about that memory of when I was little and we saw this dog and we ran away from this dog, it's just really weird. And that's just a real small snippet. But um, but in that movie, Intruders, she has the same thing. She says the same thing. She says she sees a barking dog at the door or at the window or something. And, and that's where I think sometimes, you know, it's in the years later that I think about this stuff is when, you know, when people talk about the aliens doing screening, that they screen themselves, they make them look like something, they make themselves look like something else. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's just a weird thing as well. But um, but the other thing that I had in my head was was thoughts of was like images. There's one particular dream. This to me is a dream because it, but it was like a weird warning dream, which there was like it was a dream about the world ending. It was a dream. It was like a warning about the world ending and um, there would be a catastrophe of some sort. It was just a weird dream. But there was this mechanical thing. There was this mechanical thing that was going to do it. This sounds really weird. It might be totally unrelated, but it was a weird. And I had a series of dreams about, like, scary stuff happening. And yep. I don't what that means and i know and and that was that's another thing is um you know a few encounter people have been warned about stuff happening to the planet um so just weird stuff i don't know there's been a series of weird things over the years but nothing the only recent thing that i've experienced the last thing that i've experienced was that sighting in queensland yeah okay it all sounds really cryptic that have happened i um, I haven't, I haven't experienced it. You know, I've tried to do the, um, the, what's that C5 thing that Stephen Greer does. I've oh, tried yeah, to C5 contact. I can't do it. Um, I lose concentration. I just, <laughs> I, 
yeah. I've been invited by other groups and stuff to go do it, but yeah, I haven't done it. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do. It's like just in meditation itself can be really difficult to try and keep your mind focused. And I think yeah, that's where I a lot of people it. struggle on that part. And I don't know if that's also why I can't do the hypnosis. Could be too, yeah. Yeah, like, like I said, over the years I've tried being hypnotized for different things, for like weight loss and other things things that I've that, that I've been through and uh, and it just it never works it hasn't worked no that's fair enough I it's hope that, it can I, work I, I'm not saying that hypnosis doesn't work I'm just saying that on me I've never been able to go under yeah it's got to be careful with um hypnosis thing too there because like I've heard stories there where people have sort of well I don't know if they're implanted ideas into their heads as they're trying to get something out of them or you know they're yeah. making up stories in their heads that weren't actually real or happening so to me, yeah. I'm a little bit hesitant on the hypnosis side of things, but that's just me. Yeah, no, no, no. I never had. No, the only, the only woman, the only person I've only been to one person for these UFO things, for these, for these visions, and I want to see another lady. And really, literally, I just only looked into. I only contacted Mary Rodwell because I know she's in Queensland. Um, I contacted her through her website and she referred me to a lady here in Sydney, which I haven't been able to see because of lockdown. And yeah. I'll organise it now, actually, yeah. No, mate, that'd be great if you can get back to us on that too because it'd be yeah, uh, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, another question with the uh, regarding the, uh, the crafts outside the windows. Um, mm. Could you describe them at all, like get a bit of a detail out of them at all? Um, from what I remember, they were like, uh, like almond shaped, just almond shaped. So they, I, I distinctly remember looking up to the sky and they were like, it was like, um, how do I describe it? Honestly, it was like almond shaped. It was like, uh, like a, a pod sort of thing. And they were just like up in the air just all in the sky, and it was like blue, and it was just like a bright blue night. They weren't triangles or anything like that. I remember them being like pointy at the front and then like pointy at the back, sort of like a round, like an almond shape. Okay. That's what I remember seeing. Yeah, righto. Yeah, not triangular. This was like – and the other thing is also like um, – you know, people say that the shapes of, of these craft have changed so much over the years as well. Like the triangular ones are like more recent years and blah, blah, blah. And Yeah. But anyway, I before that, I had no – nothing in my head about what – or thoughts about UFOs or anything like that. But that dream, looking out the window, I just remember they were like almond-shaped and they were reflecting the moonlight. They were, the, I remember the moonlight reflecting off them, like they were shining with the moonlight, and it was like a blue light. But like that question that was asked earlier, I don't think it was just for me. It felt like it was like many more, like it was a big thing. Yeah, no, you know, that's fair enough. Yeah. Sounds weird, but that's the impression that I got. Yeah. Any so noise I, or vibrations from the craft? Can you hear anything? What was that? Any noise or vibrations you could no, sort of feel or hear? No, no, no noise. And not even at that sighting, nothing. It was like as silent as anything. Even at that one at Brisbane, absolutely nothing. Just silence. No noise, nothing. Heard yeah, nothing. That's really strange, eh? Nothing at all. But I just remember those lights as I was coming through the mountain ranges because I was going, you're going through the ranges and the forest 
and you it was it was coming in and out of view but it was always over to the right so it was always over to the right and i thought this is not an airfield anymore this is not i'm not in the i'm not in the line of an air path of flight path anymore and this is not just a plane um and then it started to get in my head that this is something else and i thought this is this is got this is it's a ufo and um so i was like trying to look and keep on seeing i kept on seeing it like it was there but it was really low it was like low on the top of the trees it wasn't like up in the sky it was low on the top of the trees and almost it looked like it was between the trees because it was like the trees were in the way at times yeah um and and then once i passed all that and came out of the actual forest and it was like out of the ranges um is when is when i saw that it was like the lights, and that's what baffles me is why the lights went out. You know why the lights had dimmed down now, but maybe, maybe it was because the air. I don't know. Maybe the air, the air fighter jets were scaring it away. Like you know, like you hear on reports now, they try to um, scare them away or whatever with these craft, and that's yep. all they try to chase them or intercept them and stuff. And honestly, yeah. So, yeah. It's just piqued my interest even more. Like, you know, I try and watch documentaries. I try and read books. And I'm reading um, uh, Ian, is it Coulthard? Uh, Ross Coulthard. Ross Coulthard. Yeah, yeah, Ross Coulthard. I'm reading <laughs> his book at the moment. Um, yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just raised my interest even more. But I'm, I'm really curious to get down to the bottom of these other, these, these visions that I've had, like the one at the window, because I don't feel like the one at the window, the one at the window just seems weird to me. I, to me, I get the impression that I'm on a craft and I'm looking down at somewhere. I'm looking down at a city. It's just bizarre to me. That's what, that's what my thought is on that. I, I'm, in, I'm I'm a bit hesitant to say it because I I feel like I sound crazy, but, but that's what the impression is that I get is that I'm at a window of this craft and I'm looking down at this bright city with all these lights and I don't but I don't know where it is I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah, that would be an amazing sight though, regardless. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, and yeah. So uh, I, where was this happening? Where you had the uh, the objects um, at the window like uh when you're a kid there where was this located that was in sydney so i was i was um living in the inner west of sydney um and yeah and i just got up from bed and i yeah and that was in the inner west like around you know uh leichardt area that was where i lived yeah that's all good i'm just hoping if someone hears this podcast they can sort of maybe listen to this and go oh i remember that but this was a long time ago. This was like in the eighties. I was probably yeah. like, not, I don't, even, I can't remember. It was either in my twenties or I was in high school or something. Yeah. But honestly, I've never had any other dreams or or what I can say are dreams since then that I remember of them. Yeah, Anything no. similar to that? Nothing. So that's what's weird to me as well. It's not like it's a recurring dream. It's just one-off stuff. Yeah, very vague sort of memory. It wouldn't be a dream if you remember that much detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about um, your family? Have they counted anything at all? No, not that I know of, no. No. Um, No, 
no one in my family. And I'm, but I'm single. I don't have kids or anything like that. So I can't say if the kids or anything have experienced it, like some of your other podcasts and stuff. I know that that, that podcast by Oliver, he said that his daughter, he could see his daughter there and stuff like that. I can't yeah. say. I can't. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. No, that's um, really sort of difficult to try and put a nail on the head on that one, isn't it? Because like, usually, yeah. Um, family gets involved as well or some sort of family member has a bit of history on this sort of stuff yeah so that's why i really want to try and um get back to see that lady that she's referred me to um that mary rodwell has referred me to and see if i can try again you know it's been a few years since i've been hypnotized tried to be hypnotized so i could give it another go and see what happens yeah because um, someone um, in the comments have suggested that uh, the reason why you could see that craft uh, going through the ranges there between Ipswich and Brisbane and that is because uh, you're the abductee. So you have been That's, inside to that. I think these things, but I don't want to say them out loud because <laughs> I don't want to sound crazy. <laughs> but that was a thought. and Because when you posted that story of mine on the group, with the images, someone else did say that um, in some context, like they target certain, like the craft will target certain people. And that's what I found bizarre is just no one saw it and no one was stopped. And there was a, a petrol station probably about three or 400 metres up ahead. Um, and you know what? I did the trip. <laughs> I did the trip again the year after because I wanted to go back there again to piece together a bit more. I didn't see anything again, but I wanted to have another drive through that same area to uh, to experience it again. So a year later, when I did the convention again, is I drove I drove back up there the same way and I saw the petrol station. I knew where the clearing was, and then I passed the air force base as well. But um, yeah, but nothing since. I haven't seen anything like that since. No, that's it's, fair enough. I see them every day, and you know, yeah, I'm always looking, <laughs> but I've never seen anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so another question's come through. Um, did you have any physical reaction to these experiences? Um, basically, saying they hear a lot of people waking the next day, feeling extremely tired, or nosebleeds, so on, or maybe some sort of marking even. Um, that, that, oh God, it could be anything, maybe I could, I, yeah, I could have had stuff and not even realized, but I mean, tired, that has happened. Yeah, definitely. I've woken up, but, um, but those, those, after those experience, after the UFO thing, no, I don't recall any, after that, that signing in Brisbane, I don't recall anything, um, uh, un, unusual happening. Yep. Okay. Um, so, what about uh, with the lights as well, with the um, the triangular craft? Um, so, they were what uh, red and orange sort of lights. They were red. They were like red and orange. They were like red and orange, and it was like I thought I was looking at the back of planes because it seemed like it was like triangular, and I could see triangle shapes, and I thought, oh, it must be the it must be the wings of a plane with lights on them. But then the lights were really bright and they were like, they were, the lights were, um, they were like a lot of lights. So it was like a lot of lights along the perimeter of this triangular shape. Yeah. 
So it was like a lot of, but they were, but they were changing all the time. So it wasn't always the same lights. There was like, they were red and orange. And sometimes it was just a few orange. Sometimes it was just some red. Um, but then by the time I got there, like I said, it was just black. It was like this big black silhouette in the sky and like a few little dots of light. And I tried to take a photo of it and the stupid iPhone just wasn't picking it up because it was a crap iPhone. It was like a few years old now, but, um, and it was dark and it just wasn't, you know, and everyone's saying, oh, you know, couldn't get a photo. But yeah, I, yeah but I've so, friends about it. I've, all my friends know about this and I don't care if they think I'm crazy, but whatever I saw, I saw. I just, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of like the lights were sort of transitioning between each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like they were moving on this thing. They were moving... Yeah, I didn't see more than one craft. I'm just, I'm assuming this is all one craft. Yeah. And, but the lights were changing. And that is why I wonder why UFO, why these craft have lights on them. So, yeah, I was going to ask the same question. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that is why I wonder why, if, if it's to draw our attention, if it's like to, to get us focused in on it or something like almost like a, almost like a hypnosis thing to get us magnet, you know, to, to magnetize us towards it or something. That is, that's what's weird about it. And it was almost like I got to it and then it shut off. Um, it reeled me in. And then by the time I got there and I stopped the car and I was looking at it, it had reeled me in and it, it turned all its lights off. And it's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, it sort of makes me wonder if they turned the lights off because they uh, they would have had or would have known that the uh, the jet was coming in to intercept it a little bit. Well, so, that too. That's what I think too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it didn't like you know. And honestly, and I so regret not staying longer. I chickened out, and I should have stayed. I should have stayed. And then the other thing is, I should. I thought. I, I. You know, it's in hindsight, and you regret it. I should have. I. I. I realized I should have stayed, but then I thought I should have turned around and tried to go towards it. But then, yeah, no, I don't know. Then all this crazy stuff was going through my head. I thought, oh my god, there's going to be aliens walking out of the bushes here, and they're going to abduct me, and and all this. <laughs> I was just like freaking out. I was getting into panic mode. So, um, yeah. So, but yeah, no, it was just whatever it was. It was just it was amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. It would have been absolutely fantastic. And but that has crossed my mind because when that discussion happened on your page about someone else posting about the lights, um, yeah, like it has occurred to me that they do it to, a, 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 you know, they might do it to abductees or to people that they're trying to attract and it's only certain people will see it not everyone will see it yeah so i don't know i don't know and that's why i want to go see and try and do hypnosis again that's yeah. why i want to do it again yeah no that's fair enough i hope it works out well and yeah, yeah we'd well, love the feedback exactly. on that you know, i'll let you know how how it goes i'll look forward to it because um, yeah. we've got d she's um apparently going to be on talking to mary as well Oh, cool. About her experiences there and try and get some feedback on that one as well. I think it's sometime yeah. this month she's going to go and talk to her. Oh, so, awesome. Is so, Dee Queensland? Yes, she is. Oh, okay, cool. That's the only issue because I know that I wanted to see Mary directly, but she's it was just too hard because it was like I was actually going to go see her the year after that I drove up to Queensland 
Um, but she was even further north. She's like further north past Brisbane. So she's and I couldn't, I didn't have the time to go see her. And that's something else had gotten in the way. I couldn't see her directly. Yeah, she's about the central Queensland sort of area, I think, from yeah, memory. Yeah. Um anyway, so um, but she's given me the num the contact details of another lady, not the I I want to try the other lady this time, not the um the first lady that I saw. I'd see what happens. Yeah. But so, yeah. Um, but they're, they're, they're the key things that I've got in my head, but I can't remember anything else. If, if anything else has happened. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. so before we end the show, they'll get, um, if anyone's got any other questions there for, um, David there to go and ask away, um, regarding his experience there, yeah, put in the comments there and I'll relay the message, um, before we end the show. Um, but, uh, one question from me there, um, I usually ask everyone this one. And I know you say you don't want to speculate to go on extraterrestrial, but what do you really think these crafts are or who's involved in these crafts? Um, you know what? I can only go by things that I've learnt about. I don't know. You know, like there's a lot of theories. Like there's um, they're either from other dimensions or whatever or other planets or other galaxies and stuff like that. But then there's the theories like, you know, I listened to um, Ross Coulter and they're talking about theories that they're future humans and all this stuff coming to warn us about our own, you know, maybe. And that's where I think, oh, you know, maybe those visions of, you know, those dis those disaster images and stuff that I've got had something to do with that, like a warning of some sort. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know. It could be, there's so many possibilities. It's just, yeah, I, I, I really don't know. Um, Anthony, I just, I, I believe that it's something, but I just don't know what, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Actually going back on that too, the, um, with the disaster of the world or something, like you had some sort of machine there. It was this, I actually, I, you know what, I still remember it. And I remember that we were in, it was in this, like it was a, this was a dream. This to me was a dream because I remember it vividly that there was like a disaster was going to happen, but there was a machine that was going to do it. A machine, there was like a machine, it was like a, but it was like a high tech machine. So it was like, it was almost like a Rubik's cube thing that was moving around um, and I remember it in the dream and it need, and that was what was going to end the world. And that's all I remember. And that people were freaking out and that the world was going to end and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it was just a weird, weird thing. And, but I don't know if that's related to That might just be a dream, but I don't know. I don't know if that's related to anything to do with encounters or anything like that. So don't take that as, as me there could be something else completely. But what yeah. I remember was it was a machine doing it. It was like this thing. It was like, I remember seeing it. It was like, it was like this weird thing with arms twisting around. It was, anyway, it was bizarre. It was just something weird. It was just seemed weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds rather bizarre. And because like when people are talking about uh, they've had been abducted or something like that there and they've been told that the end of the world is coming, they've been... <laughs> given tasks or given the message to go and give the rest of the people. Right. It, right. It's sort of strange in its own little sense, but you're being shown like a weird machine, which is strange in itself too. Um, um, 
Anthony, I had there were other there were other dreams and stuff that I had, but nothing I would say that was. I, I did have other dreams about um, the end of like like warnings and that sort of thing, but nothing that was weird that I would say that it's otherworldly or anything like that. But this was the one that had this bizarre element of this machine thing, this thing moving around, um, and it was warning us that the world would end. And we had to try and stop it. And you know what? I mean, after that, I've sort of like I've sort of like been aware my whole time, like my whole life, sort of like since those years, um, being environmental and trying to, you know, um, be environmentally aware and that sort of thing. So I mean, it's always in the back of my mind um, as well. So I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe it was something like that to be, you know, you know, to look after the planet or whatever it is or whatever they're yeah. trying. to and that sort of thing, you know, yeah. I find it strange though that they um, pick random people to go and send these messages out because, like, why not yeah. go towards See, like, the... that's what I'm like, me, I'm like, you know, I was, uh, I was a graphic designer for like 20 years and stuff, and um, and that's why I was able to create those images of what I saw to give you representations of um, of what I saw that night, yeah. Um, but and then I left it, and now, I, like I said to you, I do the the community care work, and I look after people and that sort of thing. So, but um, but yeah, so hmm. yeah, it just I, makes me wonder, like, why they didn't go for the higher public figures there when they want to go and send these sort of messages out, like you know, scare tactics, something. <laughs> yeah, I know, I don't know, and that's like um, there's that ex there's that um, famous experience of um, the kids, the school kids. Yeah, the African kids. Yep. You you know about that. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, and I I saw that of that I saw that um, that interview. There was like a little I think it was on YouTube or something, and they taught they were interviewing the kids that had it that saw these creatures from the, you know from this craft, and they and and the aliens said to them look what you're doing to the planet. Like I remember one of the kids said that, um, look, you know, that the, the, one of the beings said to them, look what you're doing to the planet, look after the planet sort of thing. I remember that being one of the, the messages that they got from the, the beings that they saw that day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and these are kids at school. So maybe that's the way they do it. Maybe that's the way they probably think it works. You know, it starts from the bottom up. It starts from the everyday people. It's more of a mass thing than than just seeing a few crazy individuals. You know, well, I mean, they should go to the crazy individuals that are going to set off <laughs> and stuff. But yes, yeah, you know, but you know, and maybe that's just how they get to the population and change people's minds slowly. And I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, that's just only my opinion on that one. They're like Africa of all places. Like that place isn't, doesn't seem to be really that big a um, you know technical sort of giants of the world like in like america and uh europe and also stuff china even like why not go to those places well then i mean why not um what about the one in melbourne the Westall thing which is yeah. pretty epic that's i remember i saw that for the first time on tv and i thought oh my god that's so cool that was like such a, a cool experience and i mean those all those people are adamant that you know what they saw and whatever and that was that was in the bloody suburbs. Imagine. I just don't understand how more people didn't see that So uh, as well. Yeah, it would have been an absolutely incredible sighting for back in that time too. Yeah. 
leave so many questions. They probably thought they were going back into World War Three or something. I think because it's around the same time as what the Cold War was going on. No, I think it was in the eighties. I can't remember now, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, either way, it's an incredible experience for everyone that um, did witness that. And you know, this whole genre itself there is so cryptic. It just leaves little mess- hidden messages here and there, and just leaves us dumbfounded with yeah. no explanations of the whole thing. It's sort of like it's just like bait. We've just got this bait and, um, you know, nothing more to go on sort of thing. It's just bizarre. So, yeah. And frustrating. Nothing more than that. I've, those are the, what I've told you is all that I've never, I can't ever say that I've, um, it's always in the back of my mind though. Um, and I, like I said to you, I tried doing the, the C, what's it called again? That CE5 thing. Yeah, it's a, yep. CE5. I've tried doing that myself and I haven't been able to to do it. But, um, I mean, it's always in the back of my mind. So, yeah. Um, but I can never – I can't say that I've ever experienced seeing an actual being or anything like that. I can't say that. I've yep. never – not that I'm aware of anyway. Yeah. Well, well, mate, thank you very much for coming on the show anyway, mate. Absolutely incredible experience. Thank you. Thanks for letting me blab on about that. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all, mate. Absolutely amazing, incredible experiences there, mate. And um, hopefully uh, we'll hear back from you soon there regarding your hypnotization or whatever you want to call it. Getting in touch with that lady, yeah. Yeah, mate. Mate, thank you again for coming on the show. Absolutely incredible. Awesome. Thanks, Anthony. All right, mate. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Cheers, mate.